Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Women in Ministry TV broadcast. My name is Deanna Fullerton. I'm a licensed clinical pastoral counselor, an ordained minister for pastoral care, and founder of Eagles Rest Counseling right here located in Middle Tennessee. Thank you for joining me today on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, or Devotions with Deanna podcast, or any of the live recordings. It is a privilege and an honor to have this opportunity to use these platforms through Women in Ministry TV. For the last several weeks, we have been studying different scriptures pretty much all over the Bible as we examine our paths, our passion, our attitude, our trust, and today we're going to talk about our humility. As I've stated before, you will get more from these broadcasts if you read, meditate, and even try to memorize some scriptures that you think are relevant to your current life circumstances. To the life application questions, there's really no right or wrong answers. Just use them as a guide to guide you on this path and maybe to pray for others um, if the need arises. And if you feel you need additional support or prayer, do not hesitate to reach out to me or any of the other ministers here on Women in Ministry TV. We are here for you and we will be praying for you. So last week, um, I talked about your trust along this path that the Lord has laid out for you. What trust, we learned that trust should be Trust should be with your whole heart. We read in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Number two, trust should be from your youth up. Psalm 71, 5 states, for you are my hope, O Lord God, you are my trust from my youth. Trust will lead you to be compassed with mercy, enjoyment of perfect peace, temporal and spiritual blessings, enjoyment of happiness, rejoicing in God, fulfillment of all holy desires, deliverance from enemies, safety in times of danger, stability and prosperity. And trust in God will also keep you from fear. One of the questions that I asked last week was, who or what are you putting your confidence or trust in? Does trusting God come easy to you? Why or why not? Another question was, do you depend and rely on God for every aspect of your life? And what areas do you struggle with? And the third one, who is looking up to you and possibly watching you and how you handle life circumstances? And is there something that you could do differently? So today, um, I want to talk to you about your humility. You will find all um, a lot of what I'm going to talk about in Philippians 2. But I want to read this scripture. I was reminded about it this morning. Um, my husband actually um, read it and then without him knowing it was in my notes. So, but I want to read it. I was not going to read it, but I think I'm going to read it anyways. So um, it's from the message Bible and it's Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion, 
Come to me. And this is Jesus speaking. Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. That's Matthew 11, 28 through 30 in the Message Bible. And what we're going to talk about today is Christ's humility as our example of how we are to be humble. So first, I'm going to talk about pride, which is the opposite of humility. Pride is defined as a high or inordinate opinion of one's own dignity, importance, merit, or superiority, whether as cherished in the mind or as displayed in bearing, conduct, etc. King Nebuchadnezzar is an example of how damaging pride can be to a person's spirit and mind. To get a good visual of the suffering of King Nebuchadnezzar, let's read um, Daniel 5, 18 through 21. And I'm once again going to use the Message Bible because I think it's just, I love how it how it is worded. Um, so that's Daniel 5, 18 through 21. Listen, O king, the high God gave your father, Nebuchadnezzar, a great kingdom and a glorious reputation. Because, because God made him so famous, people from everywhere, whatever their race, color, and creed, were totally intimidated by him. He developed a head, a big head and a hard spirit. Then God knocked him off his high horse and stripped him of his fame. He was thrown out of human company, lost his mind, and lived like a wild animal. He ate grass, grass like an ox, and was soaked by heaven's dews, heaven's dew until he learned his lesson. That the high God rules human kingdoms and puts anyone he wants in charge. So that is, he learned his lesson that the high God rules human kingdoms and puts anyone that he wants in charge. So hopefully this is an adequate description of pride that that happened and the results and the consequences of pride that make us not want to travel down that path. Pride is to be avoided at all costs. And here is something that as I was um, doing my research for this and kind of tweaking my notes, I found this and it just struck me and I hope that it does the same thing for you. Pride breeds disunity. I'm going to say that again. Pride breeds disunity. Humility, on the other hand, we see is to be sought after at all costs. So we want to avoid pride, but we want to seek after humility. Humility, on the other hand as well, creates unity. So pride create or pride breeds disunity. Humility creates unity. It is the path that Jesus Christ has for each one of us. According to Easton's Bible Dictionary, humility is defined as a prominent Christian grace, 
It is a state of mind that's well-pleasing to God. It preserves the soul in tranquility. It preserves the mind, will, and emotions in tranquility. That is just so peaceful. It pres humility preserves the soul in tranquility and makes us patient under trials. Paul encourages the Philippians to practice humility. To walk in that humility, you have to have the mind of Christ, of Jesus Christ. And Philippians 2.5 states, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a servant, and coming in the likeness of men. That's actually Philippians 2, 5 through 7. So let me back up and give you a little bit of history about who Paul was writing to. He was writing to the Philippians, the Philippian Greeks. They were not um, barbarian. They were not ignorant, nor without culture. Paul is writing to a people group who have risen to the heights of human achievement a people who had much to be proud of, but who nonetheless needed the mind of Christ. To ha have the mind of Christ, a believer, and this is what he was trying to teach the Philippians, they must cultivate humility, as I said before, which creates unity. To teach these proud Philippians what it is to have the mind of Christ, um, he also wanted to teach them, the proud Philippians, what it is to have the mind of Christ and to react the way Christ would act if Christ were living now and to think, then behave the way Christ would behave. The Apostle um, Paul describes Christ's humiliation, the actions which demonstrate his humility and Paul's singular goal is to use the example of Jesus Christ to motivate the Philippians to live in harmony, not conflict. They were naturally a proud people. But as I said before, pride breeds disunity. And there was um, um, Paul um, within my Bible um talking about the whole book of Philippians, says within their own ranks, the Philippians' own ranks, fellow workers in the Philippian church are at odds, hindering the work in proclaiming new life in Christ. So this was Paul's mission. I'm going to go in. I'm going to help these people um, teach them about Christ and how Christ acted, how Christ thought, and for them to have the mind of Christ. So um, if you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and you have confessed him as Lord of your life, you have the mind of Jesus Christ in you. Let that sink in. The mind of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is in you. It is no wonder the enemy of our soul, his main target is our mind. He wants to throw thoughts that are contrary to um, Christianity, contrary to what Jesus Christ 
thinks about you, says about you, what he says about other people, and what he says about your path. If the enemy is the is after your mind. And there's a famous book um, by Joyce Meyer called The Battlefield of the Mind. If you have not read it, I would highly encourage you to get that book and study it, get a group of people and study it together. It is phenomenal. And it just talks about, you know, replacing the all those negative thoughts with positive ones. I'm getting on a little advertisement there. So, um, so 1 Corinthians 2.16 in the Amplified Bible says this, For who has known or understood the mind, the counsels and purposes of the Lord, so as to guide and instruct him and give him knowledge? But we have the mind of Christ, the Messiah, and do hold the thoughts, the feelings and purposes of his heart. Jesus Christ is our perfect example of humility. I encourage you to continue to study his life and his teachings on humility. The book of John in chapters 5, 6, 7, and 8 have several scriptures referring to Jesus' ministry here on earth. Christ is our pattern. The mind of Christ was a pure mind. It was a self-sacrificing mind. He had a lowly mind, a forbearing mind, a constant mind and a prayerful mind. I love what he, Andrew, Humil, no, Andrew Murray, which was an author back in the late, 18, late 1800s and early 1900s, um, he wrote a, several devotionals. And I have this book. Um, here's another side, side thing. But I have this book called um, The Practice of God's Presence. And it's several different of Andrew Murray's books all in combined in one book, but he has a book on, um, let me see, book two is on humility and it's really good. Um, but here's a quote, what he says about humility. humility. Humility is the only soil in which the grace, graces take root. The lack of humility is the sufficient explanation of every defect and failure. Humility is not so, so much a grace or virtue along with others. It is the root of all because it alone assumes the right attitude before God and allows him as God to do it all. So our life application questions for this week, I would highly encourage you to go back and read the whole chapter of Philippians chapter two. Um, I think you would get more out of it. And there's, he not only talks about the example of Jesus Christ, um, but he talks about himself, Paul's example of himself um, having humility. He talks about Timothy's example of humility and Epaphroditus's I know I butchered that name, um, example of humility. And um, I may, this may be a two-parter and I may come back next week and just talk about um, those two examples, those three examples, Paul's, Timothy's, and the other brother. And I'll learn how to pronounce it 
and maybe some light, some personal stories of um, humility. But here's the life application questions for this week. Having the mind of Christ is obviously ne necessary if we are to walk in humility. Are there certain scriptures that you can meditate on this next week to help you? And do you struggle in this area? Number two, another aspect of humility that Jesus Christ demonstrated very well is serving others. Who are you serving? Who are you? Yeah, who are you serving? And is there someone or a place that you would like to start serving? If not, if you're not serving someone. And number three, commit to praying this next week for any of these areas you're struggling with and for your strengths as well. If you have the gift of hospitality and you are serving people or you're teaching or leading, um, those are strengths and they still need prayer. And maybe the Lord is leading you to step into an area that you know is a strength, but you haven't stepped into that area yet. That is something that um, you can be praying about. I'm going to close this in prayer and then we'll We'll wrap up for today. So dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the example of Jesus Christ, your son that you have given us to show us exactly what humility is. And Lord, we know that um, we have learned today that pride breeds um, disunity and humility causes us to be in unity with our fellow Christian brothers and sisters. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would um, show us the areas in our life that are that we are showing pride or that we're walking that path that's going to lead us to pride and show us where we can strengthen our walk with you, um, whether it's being more like Jesus Christ, having more thoughts that Jesus Christ had, or serving others like Jesus Christ did. Lord, I pray for those that are watching or listening to the podcast or listening um, to the recording of this message. Lord, I pray that if they do not know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and Jesus is not Lord of their life, that they would um, make that decision, a very simple decision to walk that path. Lord, I thank you for all that you're doing. I thank you um, for your healing, um, those that are sick, and just um, for your grace and your mercy. We give you all the praise and glory. Lord, I thank you for this platform. I thank you um, that you are, you are God, and you are in control of this world, or of, the, of us, the Christians in this world, and everything that is happening. You are in control. And we just give you the glory and honor. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, you have a wonderful week. And God bless you. And thank you for joining me today. I hope that you would tune in again next week, Friday, 11 o'clock Central Standard Time, where I'm probably going to wrap this all up and talk about our path one more time to close it up. And probably go in more detail or depth on humility. 
Um, there was just so much, and I know I just scratched the surface, but I want you to go and read Philippians 2 this week. Have a wonderful week. God bless you. If you need me or any one of the other ministers on um, Women in TV, Women in Ministry TV broadcasts, reach out to us and we will gladly um, pray for you. And I just pray that you have a blessed day and a blessed week. See you later.